0: Oh, my God.
1: journey through the decade cast a retrospective through the lens of decade i am shin garrett and i'm chris and this week we watch gotcha man episode 10 11
0: 11 the 11. penultimate episode of season one yeah I,
1: gamification where where everything's a game
0: yep it's, uh, it's the, the episode where, like, we finally get to see the potential of Galax. It's kind of like the main big showcase, and, uh, yeah. Helps a lot of people, but then there's a big, big dramatic turn right before the ending to set up for the last
1: episode. Yeah. So, so, like, is gonna transform in the last episode, right? <laughs> Uh, I don't know.
0: Maybe they just
1: won't ever address that. They might not, honestly. Like, I, it could go either way at this point.
0: There is that scene in this one where he's like, Okay, this is it. You finally need my help, don't you? And then, like, he doesn't... I think he, like, gets the Prime Minister or something.
1: No, because he has, um... Utsu do that, so... Whatever. Yeah, what, so what the heck was he even talking about?
0: <laughs> uh...
1: It's it's like I like this episode. I think this is a good episode. Not a whole lot happens in it.
0: That's true. It's mostly like uh it's it's a half the retrospective episode for the show, where like we, we recap all of the May the Gotcha man character's relationships with Hajime for the first half.
1: Yeah, I mean I think I think this episode's also just like this is what the show is about
0: in an episode. Yes. Yeah, that is very much it.
1: Because the show's about hajime being great which is true and it's about um the dangers and potential that social media and technology can impact the world with right
0: yes with
1: which uh is way more positive than um how it turned out
0: <laughs> yeah, they're they're certainly very optimistic about it. But yeah. 2013 was a wild time. See, uh, I mean, our ver- our world is just the world where Bert. We never took back control of social media from the evil mind demon that has that uh, owns it and is manipulating everyone through it. Then honestly, we should be dead. Yeah, I mean, we're working on it. That's true. I don't know if we're working
1: on it versus like you know micro uh, bio organism viruses
0: <laughs> okay well i don't want to be too negative uh but yeah okay so but yeah the the first um let's see we go we start with od uh od recaps that how he just uh, uh, he immediately latched onto hajime because she just sees people as they present themselves and treats them as people rather than, uh, you know, focusing on, like, roles or status symbols and stuff, and that's just something he really likes about her. Uh, We get a little bit from Utsutsu about Utsutsu's, like, oh, you're the first person who ever really seemed to appreciate me for me, and that really made me, like, want to help people. Uh, I think, what is it... Oh yeah, Pie is next. Pi Pies yeah. is my favorite, actually. Um, I'm not
1: sure who's my favorite is. I mean they're all good. I don't want to choose a favorite. I think collectively as a whole it's all good and I like it.
0: I think I think Pi is just like my, my favorite of the non Hajime cast. I, re- I just really like him.
1: I would have liked to see like a Ruri one though, because I feel like Ruri would have had like a thing to comment on in this section as well.
0: That's true, yeah. Uh, I mean, Rui has known Hajime for significantly less time than the other characters. So.
1: Right, but I feel like Hajime has still made an impact
0: on them. Right, but the, that's what there's one episode left for, you know?
1: had I, I guess season two, from my understanding?
0: Yeah, though that's mostly about, uh, there's like a new character, and it's a lot about her relationships with the characters. So. But oh, yeah, I mean, Hajime's less... still there.
1: That sounds less cool, because, like, Hajime's clearly the best part of the show. I mean, Hajime's still
0: there. She's still, like, very important. Like, I
1: if you asked me, if you told me at the beginning of the show I was going to come out standing Hajime, I wouldn't have believed you, <laughs> but here we are.
0: I guess it was the one thing I was most concerned about, honestly, because, like, as this episode really, uh, like, makes it uh, very clear, if you don't like Hajime, you're not gonna like the show. Like... It's not going to work unless you can buy into Hajime's thing. And I can
1: 100% buy into it, and I cannot tell you why, but it is amazing and I love it. Hajime might be one of my favorite characters in the past, however long.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. We've talked about this before. It's just, like, a really good example of why that, like, the Manic Pixie Dream Girl thing is, like, not a bad trope. It's just able to be used badly. But like someone who's just really inspiring and fun, and like puts out a lot of good energy into the world, is a very likable sort of character. I I feel like they just they just like
1: made like the Genki Girl smart. Yeah, that's all they did. Like that's the
0: twist. Yeah that that is actually that's a good, that's insightful. Yeah, she's just the Genki Girl, but like emotionally intelligent and socially intelligent.
1: I mean, I think she just might just be intelligent. Period. Too, to be honest. <laughs>
0: I mean, she's not like a super hacker or anything like this. Well, she's no. not presented as like a savant, like some of the other characters are. But yeah. that's true. But like those yeah. other skills she has are clearly like they're more important in some ways. They're what saved the day.
1: That that's fair. I I will I will concede that.
0: But yeah, like P- uh, Pi's Pai section is all about him acknowledging that like he'd really fallen into a rut and he'd been like a you know. He'd really been afraid to take command of his position as, like, the, the actual one who made decisions. And Hajime turned that around for him by making him, like, acknowledge how much he cared about about uh, the place he was protecting. Joe's, is, like, Joe's story has been, like, kind of one of the most explicit. This is just, like, going back over some scenes from it. Yeah, I
1: mean... Yeah, it's basically just kind of like summing it up and coming to like his his last realization part. It's basically his continuation from just the end of last
0: episode, right? I, I mean, he gets a little bit like he he says like at the beginning of the show, he's basically in a position where he thought humanity was terrible and doomed, uh, which is like, yeah, I saw, I definitely get that. So like but... fucking fucking mood, Joe, fucking mood. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, well, now I've seen that like, you know, we can do good too. So, I feel more inspired to help people.
1: I think Joe's like other bit is actually like be- uh, Yeah, I don't know if better is the word I want to use, but I I feel like the part that resonated with me more was just like Joe goes into a bit about how Hajime showed him that it's not silly to like have these grand ambitions and dreams about changing the world and stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I wanted, I forgot to mention that. But yeah, like, I really love that about it, that, uh, cause Joe's, like, kind of, I mean, he's always been presented as kind of, like, a retro type character. Like, he's, like, he's an adult, but, like, he's a kid superhero. Like, he, yeah. He, and I, I really love that statement that, like, at the beginning of the show, he's been so disillusioned, but, like, by having this experience and meeting someone who, like, really changed his perspective, he the uh, you know, kind of re- learned to reappreciate those, you know, dreams of, like, you know, world. I think he says, like, you know, world peace and, yeah. you know, universal community. And he doesn't say that specifically, but that's, like, what he means.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I-, I like Joe's arc where just, like, in, like, the past before the show, what we see of him is, like, this idealistic person who wants to change the world, and then, like... During the show, we get to see, like, how, how like, he wasn't able to accomplish that, and thus he's become jaded and complicit in his job, and then right. he has this Hajime event kind of, like, turn it back around. I mean, it's also kind of the same arc the Prime Minister goes through.
0: Yeah, I was actually gonna just bring that up, like, there's another version of the show where Joe could be the character that the Prime Minister is. Like, they share a lot conceptually. Um, yeah,
1: um... I I think there is a difference to it, not that I can really articulate what it is, but I do think it is distinct enough, but the themes are very similar between them.
0: Uh, I think Joe- Joe is definitely intended to be more of, like, the character that, like, an average person can connect with, because he's someone who, like, has responsibilities, but not- not a lot of responsibilities, like, not enough to where he feels like he can really affect things-
1: Right, I think it's, like, a level of power and just, like, I just, like, I guess, like, a level of scale, per se.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, the Prime Minister is a character who, like, he does literally have, like, a lot of political power, the Prime Minister, but...
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think the Prime Minister is just almost, like, more disillusioned to, like, the process at that point. Right, And that they should be able to do all these things, but, like, there's, like, the tape and things like that that kind of have disillusioned them to become jaded
0: yeah he's essential. yeah his whole thing is, is like uh yeah there's too much bureaucracy and people don't really like i i can't give an inspiring speech and turn things around so i stop trying yeah but yeah like joe is more like for the average person to connect with i like i i think that's like that's pretty. I think they do a good job with that. Like I understand why they have both of these characters as separate, even though they do kind of have some crossover. No, maybe yeah, i 100% like agree a... with that. Maybe in like a cleaner show, they would have like pared that down a little bit. But you know, hey, they were trying to maybe. Put a new thing, I don't. So.
1: I I don't know. I feel like I feel like the public-facing aspect of the prime minister kind of kind of makes it a different enough where. Where like I, it's kind of like a needed thing, and why it's separate.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I agree. Because like you've got to have that. It's it's such a strong, it's such a strong image to have that the Tokusatsu hero that's a beaten down office worker. Like that's incredibly strong conceptually. Like, yeah, it's really good. You've got to have that.
1: Yeah, it is really good.
0: Um. Okay, and last uh, off, we I... get Sugiyama, who. No, you forgot about Sugane. Oh, I meant Sugane. I always oh. get, I always mix up his last name.
1: Yeah, he... I forget what his is, but like we've seen his throughout the show, and like he's like he's like kind of a he's a pretty good character now.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's uh basically just sums up everything he's been through. Just kind of like I really did not understand at all what you were trying to do at the beginning, but over time I've like grown and changed. He doesn't, like, have a nice speech the way the other characters do. It's just kind of like the experiences he's had.
1: Yeah, it's more like the experiences. Like, like there's there's almost... I'm almost to, like, an alignment shift with him that makes sense. Where he goes from, like, true lawful to, like, lawful neutral. But that's not necessarily how I want it to be. It's more he goes from being lawful to an authority blindly versus being lawful with his own beliefs
0: right yeah yeah he realizes he needs to be you know be honest to himself to a certain degree like
1: there's also that and like i he's also like learned to like question things
0: i I mean the it's the whole arc of like the uh He's he's learned to
1: have insights
0: He's, like, the samurai-themed character, so yeah. he's gone from being, like, the unquestioningly loyal samurai to, like, the ronin-type character.
1: Yeah, it, it's a good arc, but, like, we've seen that arc go through, and, like, that's kind of, like, the backdrop of what the show's kind of been about, too, is, like, Sugani's pretty much got, like, a full arc throughout the entire show.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he... Yeah, I, I guess, uh, it's kind of like, um... Like you know how in like uh Ca- the Captain America movie, like Steve doesn't really have an arc? Like this is kinda like that too, where like Hajime doesn't really have an arc, she's basically the same character she entered the show as, but it's just about like how the other characters react to their presence. And yes, Tsugane is true. the main vehicle for that.
1: Yep. Um Oh we forgot to go over uh Utsu. No, I mentioned
0: Utsu. Oh, did you? What what did yeah, you say about just, her again? I was just saying that she's uh, hers is mostly about just she because she always felt weird and out of place. She never really appreciated herself, and since Hajime seemed to genuinely appreciate her, she started to care more and uh, you know really start to understand that her abilities can contribute a lot. Yeah, hers was kind of like a kind
1: of just like understanding her worth and understanding that people can care about her.
0: Right. Yeah, U- suits is about how being depressed doesn't make you a bad person. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, yeah, that's, uh, I think they finish them all and then, like, go to the eye-catch, pretty much. Oh, yeah. well, they, yeah. They, they redo the thing where they all, like, they, they redo the shot where they all form up in a, in a circle from the last episode. And then they go to the eye-catch, and then we're in part two of the episode.
1: Yeah, they do, they do do, like, the pseudo-roll call before the eye-catch, which, like you have to. This is this is secretly a Toku show. You can't not
0: do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you got to you got to have everyone get a, get together and do It's the, pretty the cool
1: too. They do like the thing where like PiPies in the middle and then like the other four are kind of like at his corners. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: Yeah, it's great. I I love Pai Pai's form so much. PiPies forms are really good. I mean, they're all pr- they're all pretty good forms. I like they, them all, I think. They are all really good. I mean, like I've said it before, but just it's one of the things that like in addition to just conceptually how different the show is and how much i just personally think it's fun and interesting and different like the mix of the cgi with the traditional animation for the Gacha Man forms it's just so good i know it, like, i've literally it's... said this before on the podcast but like it works really well
1: <laughs> i think i've also commented like like that's kind of just like how you adapt tokusatsu to anime cuz like gridman stuff does it too
0: yeah, yeah. Gridman basically does the exact same thing.
1: It's just kind of like to, your 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 you know your henchend form is when you use CG, and like that kind of gives you that that like distinctive difference that like live action Tokusatsu gives off.
0: Yeah, they do a they do a similar technique in Godzilla Singular Point, though they do use a bit more CG for the regular human characters. Yeah. But. Still, like, the the monsters are the realm of the otherworldly. They are they are in CG, so they're slightly unreal.
1: Yeah, so that's all good. First half, good. Hajime, great. Rest of the cast, great. Um, I did want to comment that, like, also, like, all of the CG forms, like, do a good job of, like, portraying, like, what each character is about. Them- not like, quite thematically, but, like, they all kind of, like, fit with, like, the personality of the character. Like, how Joe is kind of just, like... The the basic like standard like, costumed hero. You think it would be yeah, and like just how it plays in all. Of them. I think Suganes is actually probably the weakest in that in that aspect.
0: Yeah, Suganes is. I don't know. I like Suganes a lot. It's, it's a good really form. Interesting. Of,
1: like the the design is good. I just don't think it particularly says anything about him like the rest of them do about theirs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, um, yeah, Joe's has that very classic look to it, Utsutsu's is divided in half, uh, you know, just yeah. pretty, pretty simple there. Pai Pai's is about, like, size and scale and his ability to, you know, project his, his, uh, feelings into this grander scale beyond his tiny body, and, um... Right, yeah, yeah,
1: like, yeah I-, I felt like Pai Pai's kind of, like, the size of his kind of, like, plays into, like, how he thinks of as himself as a leader.
0: Right, right. That's and like he wasn't he wasn't willing to live up to it before, but now that he is, it's like he can use that force. Yeah, it's all very good. Yeah, H- Hajime's is about the accessories, which is like her thing. Yeah, that's like her her defining visual characteristic is be is like just stuff.
1: Kind of, yeah. I mean, I don't think hers really, like, says much to her personality. It's just themed really cool with, like, the scissors and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like a cross between a... Uh, I don't even really... It's like a... She's a Virtual On character. Like, Kishurn slash Virtual On slash a Simpo gear slash an Iron Man.
1: More or less, yeah. And who the fuck knows about OD, because he's never going to transform. <laughs>
0: Okay, so, so back from the eye catch, we get the, the other thing that we're doing with this episode. Uh, There's kind of, like,
1: two things, like, there's Ruri getting X back, and then there's, like, the Prime Minister stuff.
0: Yes, yeah, that is basically our two things for the rest of the episode. I mean, there's a little bit of Birdcats in here, too.
1: The Birdcats just kind of, like, is in
0: service to moving
1: forward the other stuff.
0: Yeah, that's, that's just, like, added, that's sprinkling in conflict for the last episode. But uh, like Rui starts running around in in her outfit and like her her uh, her load outfit, and uh, jumping up and down in front of like security cameras, trying to get X's attention, uh, to you know try and give her back control of the uh, of the system. I don't know why she thinks this is gonna work or if she just doesn't have any other ideas.
1: Yeah, I I uh, this is the part where like I think like the resolution to this isn't the best, but. Like, it's it's fine. I, I guess they just didn't want to have her do, like, Hacker
0: Man, I'm in. Yeah, like... Like,
1: yeah, I mean, I definitely agree that, like, a Hacker Man, like, solution isn't thematically the solution it should be for this. But I feel like they kind of just, like, grazed over, like, what thematically the solution should be. They kind of just shorthanded in.
0: Yeah, or, like, maybe they should have given X more physicality so that Rui could just, like, approach them and the scene would work better yeah not necessarily
1: yeah i mean i could see that i don't know i just they've built up a lot of like the x like questioning things in the previous episode and i feel like we didn't really get like a super good conclusion to that it just kind of resolves
0: yeah like you want to know more about x's personality right
1: yeah like i yeah it's like i kind of want to want to know like what breaks it like show like a bit of code like breaking or changing a color to show like oh
0: emotions and shit (laughs) <laughs> right, right. The 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 AI sentience thing that is like y- you have to do it and stuff. it's yeah, like sure like it's the... cliche, but you, it's a good moment.
1: You do, do like it. the Ultron thing where like the the like the blue bits and Jarvis become like orange and then like he's Vision now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, they do it in everything, but it's a good thing. You well, you made it. a
1: Captain America reference earlier, so I thought I'd continue the trend. <laughs>
0: Okay, so, uh, yeah, um, Ruby does eventually get uh, X's attention, Furcats is like, uh, oh, wait, hold on, I was logged out, what the heck? Uh oh well, never mind. Uh, but, so- like, they're also logged in
1: too anyway, because they do, like, the thing with Galax at the end anyway?
0: Right, this is, like, sort of a fake-out, I think, is the idea. Which is, like, maybe cheating a little bit, because nobody's watching... Birdcats so it's just faking out the audience uh, yeah it's it's fine (laughs) yeah it's not that big a deal Uh, Birdcats throws up like these uh, news threads about um, you know just they're like social media like like temperature post threads yeah Uh,
1: I kind of wish a lot more of those were translated in the subs
0: Yeah, yeah, not nearly enough of them are easily readable. But it's just a stream of how people are reacting to seeing the situation in the city on TV. Yeah. And, I mean, most of them are people saying that, like, everything sucks, or they're terrified, or they think this is all stupid or something. Yeah,
1: and, like, so that plays into, like, the minister part, so we'll hit on that in a second. I feel like it just makes sense to kind of, like, conclude, like, Rory's arc here, because it kind of ends after like the next point with what they do and then the rest is kind of prime minister
0: stuff i mean it's been a while since i watched the last episode but i remember that they're, they're gonna do some stuff through next episode too well, and like well yeah no I, I meant like for this episode like we'll
1: finish up talking about rory before right right moving like, on uh, because it just makes sense to kind of finish their talk here
0: another thing to keep in mind like as i i think i said this when we started out uh watching the show i was not really able to pull up any English documentation about the production of Goshman Crowds, but um, because they eventually released an alternate version of the last episode, we can basically assume that around this time they were probably kind of scrambling on production, so there's stuff that ends up in here that might not uh, have been the best stuff, and some stuff that didn't end up in here that should have. Some of that's in the director's cut for the last episode.
1: Yeah, there's like an OVA, which is a director's cut of the last episode, more or less.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I just want to... So, like, the other thing that, that Ruri does is, like, once they are able to get X back, that kind of shows, like, you know, like, the power of, like, community and, like, how, you know, you could use technology for a good thing.
0: Right. Yeah, like it, um, yeah, Ruri tells, uh, X that they don't want to see any more bloodshed, and this is, the, like, the opposite of what they wanted to do with the Galax system, and that's what convinces X to, like, finally go back over to Ruri.
1: Yeah, and then, so, like, that sets up, like, Ruri's then able to tell everybody that X is back online, so then, like, all of the utility services are able to link up through Galax and use, and use X and Galax to, like find the people that are injured and need help locate where the fires are and put them out and things like that
0: yeah i'm like oh man this is this would be cool everyone has a gps on them so it's like makes emergency situations much easier to deal with
1: yeah it's kind of like i know i've talked about it before and i'm gonna talk about it again because i don't know maybe someone will read the book and tell me that my ideas make sense sometimes but uh it's kind of like The Premise of Freedom TM which is the sequel to Damon which is like a weird like it's like a just like a pseudo like sci-fi book thing that deals a lot with like AR and kind of like you know how you can use like augmented reality or just like technology in general to create like new communities and stuff. It's a lot of interesting stuff.
0: You know, I don't read a lot of sci-fi novels anymore. Uh
1: it, it's more I, I like, think... it's listed under, like, thrillers and suspense. Like, the guy who writes them, like, he did, like, a book about, like, drones and shit and mm-hmm. things like that. So it kind of, like, falls into that. So it's not, like, it's not like hard sci-fi. It's kind of just, like, modern day, but, like,
0: a little bit. I, I was just uh, thinking, it was kind of, I was just kind of chuckling to myself. Because, um, like, back when I used to consume a lot more, like, written science fiction and, like, novel form and stuff. Uh, almost everything that was written about, like, AR and VR up until like, I mean, pretty recently, even then, like, it's all warnings about how it's gonna, like, destroy society and stuff. That's the universal opinion about, like, augmented reality stuff. Yeah, until... this,
1: these two books were actually not about that. It was about, like, how I was using it. And, like, it's weird. It kind of, like, gamified it in weird ways. Like, it had, like, the, like the whole plot thing was like it was built by like some like dead game designer guy. So a lot of it was like gamified, which led to some interesting stuff.
0: So a little bit of Ready Player One in there too. That's, not.
1: That's,
0: that's part not, of the premise of Ready Player One, you know. I mean,
1: kind of, but like not necessarily. It's more like things like I mean, oh, you can movie. you can. The movie level...
0: was the movie was good.
1: I like that movie. Well, I, I mean, I I like the book. So like, you're not gonna upset me. Okay. Like I I have my own problems. Um. Uh, I was gonna say more in things like you can level up your community so like when you like build a farm you get like community points or like there's weird gamification shit where like a dude crafts a ring that makes him invisible to security cameras that's pretty cool Yeah, yeah I think like there's a lot of good stuff in those books there's some stuff that's like not as good and like maybe like of its time but like I still recommend it it's Damon yeah. and Freedom TM. I like both I mean, of them. I mean, that
0: happens when you go back to, to stuff all the time, you know?
1: There's, like, the edgelordiest of edgelord dudes, and it's kind of bad a little bit. <laughs> I think I, have like, talked about, like, my weird, like, audiobook journey where, like, I binged a ton of audiobooks in a while, so, like, it was around the same time I was going through a lot of uh, Neil Stephenson stuff, so, like, Snow Crash and Cryptonomicon mm. and stuff like that. So yeah. like it's kind of along like the same vein of that stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think we mentioned once before that like Death Stranding is about a lot of this stuff too. Ooh, the the director's cut of that's coming out soon, actually. I'm curious how that's gonna go, but yeah.
1: Um, Diamond Age still makes no fucking sense to me. I just wanna <laughs> put that out there.
0: <gasps> I'll I'll read it and explain it to you sometime. That'll be our that'll be our, our off season like twelve or something. It's book club of the diamond age i i don't know if i want a book club of the diamond age though (laughs) i mean i wasn't being serious so like like
1: it's fine i think it's like my least favorite of his books and i just think like it's too
0: out there for me it would be a lot more fun to just read snow crash and talk about how funny all the stuff in it is yeah
1: like snow crash (laughs) is good i like i like cryptonomicon a bunch like read me is really good
0: One thing I've always wondered, there's that bit in Cryptonomicon where, like, the guy talks about, uh, the the main character talks about his girlfriends and, like, uh, how she basically, uh, like, wrote, uh, like, wrote academic articles about how much he sucked and how much he annoyed her, and I remember reading it and being like, well, it sounds like she had your number, buddy. But I was always wondering, like, was that supposed to come off as this guy's a bit of a schmuck? or she sucked because it definitely came off to me like he was a bit of a schmuck. um unsure i think it was probably about how he was a
1: schmuck, honestly <laughs> like or I mean, that that's... or that what that like was a jab at himself you know see yeah. the, the length of the book Cryptonomicon.
0: yeah cuz i mean there's also the that character is in snow crash where like the main character has an ex who basically understands him better than he understands himself and told him how much he sucked a lot, so... Maybe that's just a, a thing that, that Neil Stevenson likes to include in his novels.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: It's good. I like a lot of his stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we should finish up talking about this episode. We I guess. Uh, I don't know. Do you just want to tangent more about stuff? <laughs> we can tangent after we talk about the prime minister reading the comments on his live stream and freaking out. I,
1: I do like that a lot. And I that mean, is
0: we, actually pretty funny conceptually and does play out pretty interestingly.
1: I mean, we can also go back to talk about how I also kind of like Armada Andromeda, whatever the fuck, uh, the ready player one dude wrote after ready player one before ready player two.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know about that. I just remember I've, like, read a lot of experts from Ready Player One and thought that when Spielberg made that movie, he patched the main character in an extremely important way that made the story work better. Um, I, think, my... I
1: think it works fine in the movie part, but, like, I feel like everybody's like, oh, this is so bad, and blah, 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 and I'm over here in the corner of, like, no, no, you don't understand.
0: He's just bad, and that's the point. <laughs> it... Really? I've never got the impression from reading excerpts of the novel that he's supposed to be presented that way. I mean, I didn't say it was done on purpose. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. I just said that that's
1: the point. <laughs> like, I feel like if you look at it through that lens, it becomes a increasingly, like, better book.
0: Ah. Uh, I see what you're saying.
1: That's my opinion, at least. Like, that's kind of what I took, that's kind of, like, what I had headcanon take out of it, which is probably why I, I like, legitimately enjoy it.
0: I don't know, the the movie's really fun. Like, it's the sort of thing that, like, if I had seen it when I was, like, eight, it would have been my favorite movie or something. No,
1: the movie's, like, a really good adaptation. Like, it definitely, it takes out, it takes out like, a lot of
0: the stuff that isn't needed. It
1: fixes up the main character where he's not the worst. And, like, it.
0: It's... I even love that little bit in the middle where they go through The Shining and, like, none of them have any emotional attachment to The Shining. So they don't really know what to expect. That's, yeah, like, a really very good. fun meta joke.
1: I liked it. I like both. I think both are good for different reasons. Yeah.
0: Yep. Oh, okay. So I think we forgot to mention that there's a moment I like where, um, like when X goes back over to Rui, uh, in order to confirm that, that Rui is themselves, it asks them, um, did you see the sunset last night? What did you think? And Rui says like, I thought it was beautiful. And like, X is like, oh, it's so nice to talk to you again. I thought that was beautiful. That That's kind of their version of the, like, break in the code, the robot is human now thing. That's kind of their version of that moment.
1: Yeah. I I, I think if they played it differently, it would have worked more. But again, it's kind of just, like, an event that happens
0: and you kind they of just... Do... Yeah, it is kind of pitched at the same level as the drama of everything else that's happening here instead of a big character moment. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, like, it doesn't work super well, but, like, it's... in, like, the context of the episode, it's fine and you just kind of move along with it.
0: Yeah. So, now that everyone's using Galax again, yeah, they're, they're, oh yeah, this is where we got off on that tangent. (laughs) Everyone has little GPS indicators indicating where they are, so of course that's very helpful for the rescue efforts. Yeah, it sure would be cool if that was, like, a free service that phone companies provided. Do they do that? I don't think they do. Um,
1: so, not to tangent again, but I think part of the problem with that is, like, that can go evil real quick.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, is, you know, you, when you trust companies with, like, your physical location data, they are like, well, let's sell this for 10 cents and then use it to, like, market stuff to them. Yeah, so. So we're just going to so, pretend
1: yeah. about that stuff right now.
0: But, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's part of the fantasy of the show, is having a magical computer to make big data not evil. Yeah, so, you, you also just accept
1: that. Let's talk about the Prime Minister, though. I like when he just goes off.
0: Yeah. So, so he starts, uh, Hajime basically gives him this notebook, and he's like, look, I need you to tell people the things that I wrote down in this notebook, and I think everything will work out. So, he starts reading the first few things, and then notices that there are scrolling comments on the camera, the, ta- the tablet on the camera that's facing him, uh, and he, then he goes over to read them, which is bad. Big mistake, buddy. Big mistake. It's
1: very good. I very much like this part.
0: Uh, yeah, but uh, a lot of them are like, wow, this guy sucks, he's terrible, uh, he's not even trying, like, they get, like, they get really mean eventually and are do the like, you know, telling him to die thing. Yeah. Which, like, that's an aspect of the Japanese internet that I hate. That's awful. Um... I'm glad that that's slightly less prominent on the American internet, but it does still happen, so, yeah.
1: It still happens. But I like that it causes just the Prime Minister to just go off and and just, like, lay it all flat
0: out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just like, look you, look, you guys, you're not even trying, there's a lot of pressure on me, you suck. Yeah, it's like, uh, you guys suck, you don't even vote, do you even know
1: how shit works? Uh, I'm, I'm really just, trying, like... and you're like, you guys haven't supported me at all, you suck. Like uh, I, I don't necessarily like like the YouTuber supporting me or whatever. I just like him going off and just like laying it out. I want more politicians to just be like, you know what, fuck you.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, that's yeah, what that's, I that's, want. That's, that's the thing that happens here is a lot of people see him reacting genuinely and are like, oh, I guess I actually like he's much more endearing and relatable like this. And like, okay, now here's the moment where I'm like, god damn it, this is upsetting because so like here's the thing i want
1: politicians to say fuck more often i feel like that would make the world a better place is the thesis i'm trying
0: to make that's probably true and the thing is is like okay the idea of like he 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 goes off like he loses control of his emotions and like has a genuine reaction and like people connect with that um i i i do think that's that's interesting and i i that what that says that people believe in leaders that they can emotionally connect with. Um, that only works if leaders aren't actually terrible people. Like that's the thing here. Like this guy's a sad sack and he sucks a little bit, but he's not evil. He's not like a real bad guy. And don't fucking at me. You know what I'm goddamn talking about?
1: (laughs) But (laughs) like, so, so, so counterpoint. (laughs) So if politicians said fuck more often, we would then be able to suss that out beforehand, and then they wouldn't get elected, in theory. That's why that so. fixes everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would like to think that, but also we've, like, seen that a lot of people go for terrible people intentionally, so, yeah. I mean, but... also true, but, like,
1: so, like, here, here is how you just, like, get elected and, like, connect with the younger generation. Swear and just say your mind more often
0: like don't
1: I, don't speak political
0: i i mean like this is part of the the thing like okay so this came out in t- 2013 this this was part of obama's pitch of himself to as a like as a campaigner he presented himself as a more genuine person someone who was more frank and like open about his feelings it was than just his like
1: it, it it wasn't enough It's still it still reeked of like politician like
0: it Right.
1: It I is mean, like, that's the thing. Is It's like, the start of the idea.
0: Very occasionally, it did feel like we saw a little bit of, like, the real person under there, but a lot of times it still definitely felt, like, a little bit like he was holding himself back a lot, so. Yeah, yeah
1: it was it was a step in the right direction.
0: It, it's like, a, there's that, that Key and Peele segment that's really funny where, like, with all the black people, he's like, oh, hey, man, so happy to see you, I love you. And then, like, every time there's a white person, he, like, respectfully shakes their hands like thank you for supporting <laughs> yeah. key and peels a great show I mean... yeah but uh yeah. i don't yeah. know yeah.
1: that's my take in politics uh be less uh
0: politician yeah i mean that's the secret yeah i mean that's i would like to say that this is as simple as like asking people to be more genuine but like I mean, recently we've learned that that's not necessarily always the best thing. Maybe you fucking are terrible, or, like, maybe you're a racist, and being more genuinely racist is going to get you more votes. So, and, but, like, you here's, know... here's
1: the thing, because you're only seeing it from one side. We're yet to the point where, like, the opposition is like, that's fucking racist.
0: I, I mean, hey, I'm right there with you. I would love that. I okay I mean if we're talking about American political situations I I fucking hate that our media insists on portraying our two political parties as fundamentally equivalent like because they're not so yeah. like yeah that's that's personally upsetting so I'm with you on that it's just like I feel the, like the I mean, playing we... field the, the playing field in public relations is uneven on this score look and... I understand
1: the system's rigged But at that point, that's why you just go fuck it and be like, (laughs) they're racist.
0: I mean, yeah, I totally agree. Because,
1: like, if you do that enough, it's gonna have to be reported by the biased places. Yeah. Like, if you're consistent in calling that shit out, it's going to get out.
0: I, yeah, I mean, it would, I really would like to think that if if we change the way that people acted a little bit that we could like really change the world like that i don't know if i believe it but in my like in the part of me that wants to believe it yes i'm right there with you look i just like if things are gonna be fucked
1: at least make it fucked in a more
0: lively way yeah yeah i know i know Okay, so anyway, so after Sugiyama is uh, on this livestream for a while and he's, like, talking to people about what they need to do, um, eventually uh, the uh, X pops up on his screen and is like, uh, Hey, uh, I need you to go over to a specific uh, evacuation spot and tell people there to chill out because they are going to start causing major problems if they, you don't use your authority to stop them.
1: Also there's a part where they give out free phones to expand the range of Galax in that area to better do Galax things. Oh yeah, I forgot
0: about that. Yeah, the the give everyone free smartphones thing. Which was like just funny in a weird way. <laughs> just a weird little aside. But
1: there's also yeah. like that weird like meta text of like the internet is a utility provide it.
0: Uh yeah, yeah, that's that would be cool. I mean, we provide kids with laptops now because they have to have them in order to be educated. Right,
1: like, I'm and like I not saying it like the teach the homeless people how to code thing, but, like, everybody should just have, like, access to the internet.
0: In the modern world, uh, like, everyone needs to have the ability to communicate on the internet in order to make it through daily life. That's a yeah. thing that we've acknowledged in... And- Education seems weird that we're not acknowledging it in every other place in our
1: country. Yeah, like, the internet, like, is maybe slightly more used for good than not. Yeah. Slightly. Enough to where, like, it should just be along with, like, basic services that are provided.
0: Yeah, like, you've gotta have it. It's necessary in the same way that, like, you need water, but you can also use water to make, like, you know, bombs and stuff, so.
1: Right. And also, like, you, you, like, physically need water to live. I don't like
0: using water as an example for that, because, like, it
1: kind of falls apart a little bit.
0: I mean, I, okay, yes, it's less of a direct physical need, but in terms of, like, social... Yes, I understand that
1: it's, like, a societal need, but, like, it's... It's hard to like, have the argument of a societal need versus a, versus a basic need, which I right. feel like is part yeah. of the problem.
0: Some people will d- dismiss that on its face as ridiculous, but we we can ignore those people because they're wrong.
1: Right, like <laughs> uh, it's the whole man. Fuck, like we're we're getting deep this episode.
0: <laughs> uh, this is yeah.
1: the episode where I probably canceled myself in the middle of
0: it. Uh, I, you're probably gonna get cancelled for liking Ready Player One more than anything else. <laughs> Which, like, I will I will sit here and defend that all day. Yeah, I mean, I've heard plenty of people say that it's not even okay to like the movie, so I'm, I'm okay with that. Well, I think a I'm lot the of... guy who likes the second Matrix movie the most. That's my favorite one.
1: You know what? Now, since I am just fully cancelling myself, I think that nerds being upset about Ready Player One is more just what they see of themselves in it.
0: <laughs> that might be true. I don't know. I definitely I don't feel that way about stuff like uh like Big Bang Theory. Like I've heard big like like uh the joke that Big Bang Theory is a nerd minstrel show, and like yeah, I, I know that's appropriation slightly, but also I do think it is a funny joke and has some truth to it.
1: Yeah, I mean like that's not like a good show, but like I'm also not just upset about that either.
0: Right. And it definitely, I think it, it does have a little bit more truth than some other things.
1: Again, I think, like, people don't like I what mean, they see from it, and therefore they're like, oh, this is awful. I think deflection is very strong.
0: Not not totally directed at you, but uh, if you've seen people's reactions to uh, the anime Watamote, I definitely feel like people see a little bit much of themselves in that and are uncomfortable with it. <laughs> I am just uncomfortable with Watamote as a show. It's, like, one of my favorite shows, but yeah. I don't
1: <laughs> think it's necessarily how much I see of myself in whatever her name is. Tomoko. Tomoko? Uh, they're, they're, um, there's just, like, secondhand embarrassment from that, and just, like, <laughs> knowing that's, like, that's not what you should do, but you're doing it.
0: <laughs> see, to- Tomoko is, like, so relatable to me. Okay, so, the the end of the episode. So, um... Utsutsu flies, uh, the Prime Minister over to the, uh, the evacuation thing so he can make a speech about how everyone needs to chill out and stuff. Um, he gets there and is on video. He, uh, he, like, uh, tells everyone to chill out, and, uh, it's working initially, but then Birdcats takes over the stream of him, uh, doing the speech there, and, uh, basically tells everyone, hey, now that you've all got smartphones... Uh, you can, I've uploaded the crowds out to them. Hit the little C to spawn in a crowds for yourself. We can all have the the crowds power now. And, like, everyone realizes how much of a problem that's gonna be at the same time. Like, Rui gets this look of horror on his face, and, like, just crowds start piling in everywhere. And that's kind of the cliffhanger for the episode.
1: It's a very good cliffhanger. Yeah, it's,
0: it's a good cliffhanger. Like,
1: it, it's a good, like, final conflict to have. Like, I didn't see it coming. I probably should have, but I didn't. But, uh, yeah. it could.
0: It, yeah. it was cool and an exciting cliffhanger for the last episode.
1: Though, I, I do, like, have, like, a lore a continuity question with this. Yes? Um, isn't technically the crowds the power of Ruri's note? So couldn't they just stop this?
0: Uh... But we see in the one scene where Bird Katz is walking around earlier, they were holding the note. I think that's the note that the crowd's power is in.
1: Okay, so that's Bird Katz's note. See, I thought the crowd's was specifically Rory's note, and, it's... and Galax and X was built around Rory's own note.
0: I'm actually a little unclear on if it's Bird Katz's notebook, or if it's Rory's notebook. Or where the crowd's power comes from, exactly. Um... That was I it. I kind of... I, I mean, like, it uses the galactic system, so it's, like, tied in with Rui's power in some way, obviously. Right.
1: Or is it something that, like, Birdcats initially, like, did to help Rui out from the beginning, and that's how kind of that played into it?
0: I mean, it might be, like, a thing where, like, Birdcats lied about it, or... Like, it's, it's a corruption of, like, Rui's ideas, is the idea, so... Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Whatever's going on there specifically, like, the shit's hitting the fan for the last episode.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's good. I like this episode. Good shit.
0: Yeah, we sure ended up recording a lot longer than I thought we were going to when you said you didn't have anything to say about this one. Well, yeah, that's
1: because then I just decided to tangent.
0: Yeah, we just talked about other stuff for a while.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's just like, this show's just a really good, like, uh, jumping board for, uh... Uh, uh, topics.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, revisiting it has been a little different than I thought it would be, just because, I mean, I still have have enjoyed it a ton. I I just love how optimistic and just how much joy and hope it sees in the future. Like, I, I love that, and it's so much fun to revisit that, but also the intervening seven years have been kind of a horrific nightmare in a lot of ways about some of these exact same things the show is so optimistic about so like that's we're just living in a real interesting time to be revisiting this yeah
1: there's yep that's that's a lot of it um other than that good shit i like it i i liked this show more than i thought it would even when it bamboozled me about what it was actually going to be in the beginning
0: (laughs) well i'm glad that you've had some fun with it Karen. It's been a fun time to watch it with you guys. So, um, yeah. Do you want to talk about anything else, or do you want to do the outro?
1: Uh, no. I don't have anything else to talk about, I don't think.
0: Oh. Okay. Well, go ahead and uh, lead us out, then. Um, this is
1: a podcast on the internet at journeythroughdeckcast.com where there are links to all of the things. And, um, there's an email. You can email us. You can, um... You can do that. Um, you can cancel me on Twitter. Uh, there's a link to my Twitter there. Um, you can cancel
0: uh, Canadian Health Minister too if you would like to do that.
1: Which which I'm actually not, but people still think I am. It's it's in my bio now. <laughs> it is it is not Alberto's Health Minister. It's right there after my pronouns because I'm not a monster. <laughs>
0: Yep and I am also on Twitter at wormwithwhy if you would like to contact me about anything I mean yeah feel free um, I don't use it for much other than retweeting stuff that I think is funny or makes me mad so really what Twitter was made for <laughs> Occasionally I will post some of my own thoughts but that's pretty I weird. don't I don't have I thoughts. don't have them Okay um but yeah uh please please use your online presence for good everybody
1: yeah and uh take care of yourself get vaccinated um yep. other stuff
0: trans uh trans rights black lives matter all that yeah, jazz. all that and have a good one everybody uh we've been a passing through podcast remember that